did Donald Trump step in it again? I guess we'll find out. Uh, According to a new Detroit News report, Donald Trump was recorded pressuring Wayne County canvassers not to certify the 2020 election in Wayne County. What could this mean for Donald Trump down the road? Let's find out. Chad Livengoods, the politics editor at the Detroit News, and joins us. Chad, good to have you. Thanks for having me, Chris. Uh, you reviewed this this audio. Uh, what was in it? Yeah, so uh, reporter Craig Mogger at the Detroit News uh, uh, reviewed this audio that, that uh, reveals uh, a telephone call took place between uh, Donald Trump when he was president uh, on November, 20, uh, November 17, 2020, along with Ronna McDaniel, the Republican National Committee chairwoman and uh, native of, of Michigan, uh, resident of Wayne County, along with the two canvassers, the Republican canvassers on the Wayne County Board of Canvassers, Monica Palmer and the now late William Hartman. Uh, this call took place at uh, late at night uh, during a break between uh, while the board of canvassers was was uh, trying to decide whether to certify the election, the, the Palmer and Hartman had voiced opposition, and then later in the same meeting they voted to to approve the certification of the of Wayne County's election results uh, from the 2020 election. But this phone call reveals that that President Trump and Ronna McDaniel tried to pressure uh, Monica Palmer and, and William Hartman to not certify, to not sign the document certifying the election. Um, and their their larger strategy was to try to buy more time for an audit that goes beyond what the normal audits that, that take place after elections was. Um, this is relevatory because we haven't, we've heard about a phone call uh, that took place. Monica Palmer has acknowledged it. She did it, did so in her testimony to uh, the um, the congressional committee. But she testified that simply, essentially, the president uh, was calling to see how she was doing because she was getting. They were getting a lot of harassment uh, and whatnot. But this recording reveals that there was an actual effort by the president to ask them to to not certify. And that Ron McDaniel, the chair of the Republican National Committee, um, offered up uh, attorneys uh, for uh, to represent these public officials if if they would um, uh, not sign the document and go home that night. And so, when you say pressure, what was the pressure applied by Ron McDaniel and, and Donald Trump? Was there was there ultimatums given? Were, were there were there consequences? What were what was the pressure exactly? The tone of the of the call, according to uh, to our reporting, is that the the, the pre- president was was laying it on that you know, look we've we've got his he's quoted as we've got to fight for our country we can't let these people take our country away from us uh, it was more of a, a lot of the same of what he was saying publicly but this is the first time we've learned that that he was actually uh, going down to the county level to try to influence the decision by election officials on on uh, on certifying the election. Are are you aware um are you are you the first outlet to receive this audio? Um is this being is this being made available in other investigations um that that Donald Trump is is facing? The, the, we are the first outlet to report on the existence of this audio 
Um, I can't speak to whether um, investigators have obtained it or are trying to obtain it, uh, um, but there are multiple criminal investigations involving the former president where this might um, uh, be, be useful and possibly for, for prosecutors. I mean, you could, uh, this is, there are similar phone calls that have been alleged to have taken place down in Georgia uh, that, um, uh, you know, that are a subject of that um, uh, criminal investigation and prosecution of the former president and his associates. Um, and, and obviously there's a larger investigation uh, taking place in, in Washington, D.C. about the, the events that led up to the January 6th uh, riot at the U.S. Capitol. Um, I'm curious to know a little bit um, about the events in the aftermath of this. Did, did the 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 source that that supplied this to you or those close to uh, Monica or or William Hartman? Did, was there any indication that there was follow ups uh, in this case? Well, the uh, the source I, I can just describe that the uh, the information we obtained here came through an intermediary uh, who also had heard recordings but was not present. And, uh, and th- th- there was uh, a, a time in between um, where the meeting uh, stopped on November 17, 2020, and that's when this phone call took place. Monica Palmer um, does not uh, dispute uh, the content of the call, and neither does uh, Re- Republican National Committee woman uh, Ronna McDaniel. Um, Monica Palmer also says she doesn't recall what mm-hmm. what was said. Now that is also kind of what she said to the press, or to, excuse me, to the to the to the congressional committee that investigated January sixth, that she didn't recall the, the content of the call. She did tell the reporters re- reporters that day or within that couple of days uh, in November of 2017 that it was the call was about uh, the president inquiring about her safety. Um, but otherwise, uh, yeah, this is this is all new information that's coming to light. Here. You you also highlighted in this piece, and, and Craig Mauger uh, certainly um, that there were other people in the vehicle when when this call was made. And Monica Palmer mentioned that that there was there there could have been somebody else in the vehicle because they uh, both William Hartman and Monica Palmer were in a vehicle when they took this call together. Um, is there any indication who those people were that that got into the vehicle and overheard this call too? There's not. Hmm. Uh, well, it's interesting stuff, and this is uh, certainly new information. What are you hearing from the Trump campaign on this? Uh, the Trump campaign essentially their response is that the, that the Trump's actions they're not denying he said this. Uh, but they are they, they're 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 contending that he was taking actions to uh, further his duty as president uh, to what they say faithfully take care of the laws and ensure election integrity. Um, uh, again, th- this is still still a very extraordinary uh, act for a president of the United States to call local election officials and ask them not to carry out their duty, um, essentially. And, and the, the Board of Canvassers, after there's the, the canvas of the election is done, um, their, their vote to certify the election is usually a formality. Um, so for this kind of pressure to be, to be applied uh, by, the, by, the, um, by the President of the United States uh, you know, was really um, an extraordinary uh, moment here. Mm. Uh, interesting stuff. Uh, Chad Livengood will continue to watch uh, the aftermath of this. 
Uh, appreciate the time, as always. Have a wonderful Christmas with you and the family. Thanks a lot. Take care. You yeah, too. You Merry got Christmas. it. That's Chad Live and Good with the Detroit News. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think this could come back to bite Donald Trump? You know, Donald Trump certainly has has, you know, in in the 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 text that we've seen from a lot of these conversations. Um, Donald Trump doesn't specific. He doesn't. He's very careful and calculating it in the way he speaks. He doesn't come out and say. Um, we need to delay this so we can see if we can make sure that there is, you know, it's, it's very calculated. It's, well, we need to make sure that the elections are fair and the numbers don't seem to be adding up, but there isn't specific allegations made. It's, well, let's hold off. Um, do you think that this could come back to bite Donald Trump? 800-859-0957. I got about a minute here before I got to go break. David's in Ypsilanti. What's up, David? Hey, yeah, I'm just wondering if the public will ever hear these recordings. And two, I'm suspicious of the timing. I mean, this is three years ago, mm-hmm. three years ago plus, and now this comes to light. What's the motivation of whoever re- released these uh, videos to the news? Yeah, David, and and, and, and and I don't and I don't think this is ever gonna this is gonna change what Trump does or what happens to him. So yeah, David, I appreciate that. the call. Have a nice Christmas. Um, I I too am skeptical of the timing. I too am. Um, you know, my my eyebrows kind of went up and said, oh, it's pretty interesting. Pretty also pretty interesting that it comes out, you know, the the Friday before, uh, you know, the, the, the at least the story was released the Friday before Christmas. So a little bit slower news time. Um, but but, yeah, I, I always am curious about the timing and the release of things and when things were made made public and made available to the press. I, I, I think that those things always need to be looked at. We'll get to your calls, your texts coming up next as we continue here on WJR. Don't go anywhere.